Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. My name is Reek. And you're probably saying to yourself, yo, why the hell did you come up with 100 episodes today? Well, the initial format is for me to release three episodes a week. But a good amount of you guys have been hitting me up saying like, yo, let's go with the sound. Now, when I'm playing it back, uh, I thought the sound was fine, but... It was told to me by uh, Tahoe. Um, Please listen to his show. So shameless. And um, he was like, hey, people be at work. People be on the back of garbage trucks. Niggas is on the move. Niggas is on the train. You need to motherfucker make this shit louder, motherfucker. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So the best way that I can test sound and to make sure it's loud enough for everybody is to content my way through it. So... Here's me contenting my way through it. Now, we're about one minute into the episode. I want to make sure I keep everybody's attention because I know everybody's attention is bullshit these days, but y'all fuck with me, and I appreciate that. I asked a few of you guys to email me about an experience of a woman shooting their shot at you, or if you are a woman, uh, someone shooting, I'm sorry, if you are a woman, then you shooting your shot at someone. Uh, I got a few emails here, but just to set the tone, I'm going to tell you guys two stories about women shooting their shot at me, and uh, we're going to see what's going on. So, where do I start? It was 2008, and Barack Obama was attempting to become president of the United States. I was at the Fashion Institute of Technology at the time, and I was outside helping out with some voter drive type shit, trying to get everybody to vote. So I'm standing there, bright-eyed, and... Uh, Corn Road, I had uh, braids at the time. I was looking so spectacular. And I was handing out pamphlets and I was telling everybody what to do and where to go and how to vote and how to register and so on and so forth. So as I sit there, oh, I'm sorry, as I stand there with the broad shoulders, a woman, a nice young woman, comes to approach me and she makes small talk with me. Uh, she was like, you know, what do you do? What is this all about? Oh, okay, okay. Well, who do you think you would vote for? And I know... Usually, you're not supposed to say who you're politically inclined with. But I was like, yo, I'm black. He's black. I'm going with the black guy. There's just nothing else to talk about. So she was like, you know, can I be honest with you? Um, I really don't do, I don't really do not do much with politics. But I just really think you're cute. And I just wanted to get your number. I was like, oh, is that right? I was 18 years old. I was full of vigor. And now I was like, you want my number? You absolutely can have it. I went on to have a lot of sex with that woman. Uh... Now I'm thinking about it, she gave me the most fellatio I've ever received in my adult life. There was a point in time to where I was in my room, and normally I don't ejaculate from head. And she went on to perform fellatial acts on me for 57 minutes. 57 minutes. Do you know what you can do in 57 minutes? You can watch... Because, you know, with Martin, it's only about 23 minutes or so. You can watch three episodes of Martin in an hour, if you really want to be frank. So I watched three episodes of Martin with a little bit of commercials. And, um, yeah, after a while, she just got up. She was like, yo, are you kidding me? And I was like, listen, man, I would love to ejaculate within your jawbone. But um, it's just not in the cards tonight. I don't know what to tell you. It's all right. We went on to have some sex. Not that night because she was too tired and I was too. It's not like I was too tired, but you know what I mean? I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. It's kind of like when you've been in the pool and you get those uh those spongy type of hands. I mean, you can still grab stuff. 
I mean, you can still do what you got to do. You can still dry yourself off. As far as you grabbing things and all your extremities, everything is all smooth, but it, it, it is a little spongy. You know what I'm saying? Now, scientists say that your uh, fingertips get a little spongy on the water, so you can still maintain some sort of grip. I don't know. But I know that's what the, uh, the penis felt like. You know what I'm saying? Another portion of me getting my motherfucking, uh, of, of a woman approaching me to shoot her shot is I was in a club. You know what I mean? Doing some dances. I feel, I'd be rhythmic from time to time. You know what I'm saying? I gotta showcase some movements. And as I was being rhythmic with my friends, uh, a woman, she bumped me. Bow! Yeah, I mean, I'm like, oh, bitches is, I didn't, knock if you buck ain't on, why is she bumping me like that? So, oh my god, oh, excuse me, you know what I'm saying? My friend's so clumsy, my friend pushed me into you. So immediately I was like, is that so? She's like, yeah, you know, my friends are just so stupid, you know what I mean? I, I wanted to come over here and talk to you, and I didn't know what to say, so we was walking by you, and she just bumped me into you, and I was like, all right. So, it's universally understood that once you uh, open up the dialogue, that the man will obviously will take over the conversation because we're just ingrained, or it is ingrained in our mind, that we have to be the more interesting people in order to garner your attention. And uh, she was super smooth, man. I mean, we talked for about 15 or so minutes in the club. Well, I mean, we took took a little corner. But um, the one thing that I neglected to tell you guys is that both these women white oh my god they were white son they i was humping on white women my nigga now the first time it happened in 2008 and the second time it happened in 2010 oh no they was motherfucking white son i can't believe it my nigga now since then i have quit white women i mean i was a former white woman sexer and uh i've quit i've seen the light at the end of the tunnel and i became more enlightened as to why i shouldn't be touching the white women's but at that point in time it was a uh, i was definitely on cold red time if you're a woman and you was trying to give me some vagina 11 times out of 10 i was taking it and if i thought you was ugly i, I was definitely going to allow you to perform fellatial acts on me and then i was going to make an executive decision if i wanted some kitten but if the fellatio was uh, up to par, then I was going to snipe it. Because that's just how it was going down uh, in my teenage years, my early 20s. But now I'm 29 and I'm more refined. And I've lived through the white women to be able to tell you these precautionary tales. That they are uh, aggressive if they find you attractive. But tread softly because everybody's not trustworthy. With that being said, we're about uh, seven minutes in. And I think I can start off the episode and... If I run out of emails, then I'll tell you a third story about a woman uh, shooting her shot at me. But um, I'll just wait. Let's get to the first email. It is by Jordan. The original, my boy. Women are trash at shooting their shot. But every so often it happens. This happened my freshman year of college. First day type shit. It was a move-in day at the dorms, and there was a fine thang that was struggling with her luggage. I assisted because she was right on my floor, and it was the nice thing to do. So later that day, say like 11 p.m.-ish, I believe, matter of fact, I was still my Martin. That's when the Martin reruns start to come on, actually. Uh, after meeting some new people, I head back to my room to unpack, set up, and hang up my clothes. Without my knowledge, my man P was with the joint he scooped in her room and asked about me because she saw us kicking it in the cafe. Or as we say in college, the calf. Uh, 
he's my boy from back home i mean you know this so he immediately said yes that's my man i can throw the oop so without hitting my phone or calling my room phone she sends shorty to my room alone no i'm sorry not she he p p sends shorty to my room alone and alone in my room, bumping some tunes, I hear a knock at the door. And lo and behold, it's that fine thing from earlier that I had just helped. Wrapped in a towel. And uh, she and she just got out the splash. I'm like, what's up? She says, I was wondering if I could stay here tonight. P said it would be okay. She stayed, and it was one of the regulars for that semester. Two strength emojis. I'm sorry. Two strength emojis. Uh, an ellipsis. She was pretty assertive. I would say. By the way, keep up the dope content, bro. I'm loving the energy piece. Uh, sent from Yahoo Mail for iPhone. That is an incredible tale. Now, I mean, when you're in college, and I don't know how many of you guys have dormed, or maybe you were going to college and you didn't dorm, but you had friends that dormed, so you was able to just play the dorms a little bit. Having women approach your door with the thought of sex is spectacular. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a that's something that I wish on every single person that's listening to this show. Whether you're the woman and you want to approach a man and you want to give him some vagina, or you're a man that's awaiting said vagina in surprise fashion and she just comes up to your door. Now that's a little aggressive. She came through on the towel, like, "Hey, I, I want to sleep here." Because the thing about that is you still have to walk out. So even if you walk down the hall, you walking out of a nigga's room with just a towel on, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Put put some goddamn clothes on before you go to a nigga's room. You know what I mean? The vagina's still gonna be wet. You know what I mean? The the nipples are still gonna be succulent. You know what I mean? You're the, you're gonna you're gonna reduce your succulent value by just coming through with just the towel. You know what I mean? You're gonna have everybody it's gonna be making it hot. There's gonna be one person that's gonna be walking out the room, he's gonna see you walking out the room. Now all of a sudden the rumor spread around like, yo, this nigga Jared is fucking Bernice or whatever. And then yo shit is fucked up. Now you're trying to walk through, you're trying to get some more bitches, and bitches is like, Yo, I'm sorry, like you cute and all, but I mean, I heard you fucking with Bernice. Is that true? He's like, nah, I'm not fucking Bernice. I'm fucking on Bernice. Know what I mean? I have penis for you, too. And then you have to go through a bidding war. We're trying to facilitate some vagina. And you're trying to outsource a vagina outside of Bernice. And that's going to fucking leave trouble for everybody. So, for the Bernices that's listening, if you if you are in college or if you're in an apartment, maybe you share an apartment building, you're in a complex, and there's someone that's attractive, don't be pulling up with just the towel, man. Put on, yo, put on a t-shirt, some shorts, t-shirt, and some sweatpants, t-shirt, motherfucking pajamas, t-shirt, and a kilt. I don't give a fuck what you're wearing, you know what I'm saying? But you gotta wear something. I mean, you just can't be out here just killing the vibes up like that. But that is an incredible tale by an incredible male. Jordan is a friend of mine. And helping women with their luggage more times than not can definitely get their attention. I mean, unless they're one of those Naomi Campbell types with the fucking 400-inch sunglasses. Like, yes, peasant boy, lift my luggage. I'm trying to go inside this establishment right here. And they don't even tip you, all kind of shit. But if you are in college, I will say this again. If you're a guy, if you're 18 years old, 19 years old, if you're a freshman, sophomore, and you want to break the ice, orientation week I mean, if she's one of those people that came from out of state because uh, maybe she's from Chicago and then she's pulling up from wherever she's pulling up from and you see she's struggling with the luggage, bring your happy ass over there and be like, yo, I see that you're struggling. I mean, I do a few push-ups every morning. I would love to assist you with this bag. And she's like, oh, my God, you're so nice. Now, the thing with that is women, 
love when niggas just do things for them and don't inquire about sex right then and there so what you can do is you can just plant the seed now i mean right into the soil hey my name is frank uh i go here i actually dorm here as well know what i'm saying pleasure to meet you oh you say you're from out of town well i mean we can be friends now because i'm pretty familiar with what's going on here and then boom nigga you start with the friendship you plant a seed you might could get the kitten know what i mean and the kitten can evolve into the cat like it's pokemon let's go to the next motherfucking email Ahem. this comes from Taniko. you're weak i got a wild story to where this older woman shot at me and she did not miss put that in parentheses so freshman year of college moved from queens to florida a&m for school so my do rags okay this nigga's doing run on sentences i gotta fucking lock in y'all my fault <clears throat> so freshman year of college i moved from queens to florida a&m for school so my do rags were flourishing to keep the braids fresh so me and the homie decide to take the bus to the mall head straight to the back like every hbcu the bus goes through the hood when this woman got on the bus and sat next to me and uh she just got right straight to fucking shooting fam her i go to fam me yeah her damn if dudes were as fine as you when i was in college i would have stayed longer so she was 33 she's sitting with her sister late 20s and a 15 year old son talking about how wild cute i am taking on my durag to see my hair trying to fill up on my chest in front of her son I was a baby boy shit in, in front of my son yo that bitch is a sexual deviant before i even read the rest of this email son how you were there with your goddamn immediate family and you feeling on a random fucking stranger's chest in the fucking bus that was some fucking cooth anywho uh telling her sis what she do to me on the bus in front of a 15 year old child that nigga is scorned anyway wait she was 33 with a 15 year old oh she was getting to it at early she got she had that thing at 18 years old okay shout out to her she's lying she is not the fact that she didn't stay she didn't leave college because niggas was ugly she left college because by the time she was a goddamn senior she had a four-year-old i can do math goddamn it anywho where was i just recklessly flirting in front of her son it, exactly my nigga we're on the same page so we get to the mall i play it off and i'm like yeah i'll see y'all later i had some time in the mall Decided to head back. Shorty's on the same bus going back. Alright, that bitch was stalking you. That's that's too much of a fucking uh, coincidence. Even more reckless conversation. She was telling me that she could uh, come through. But she's like, I gotta take my son home. Here's my number. Like, she was making it seem like that shit is like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would fucking come give you some vagina right now, stranger on the bus. But uh, I have to put my child in the house. And I mean, what's your number? So I can come through and do devious acts later on. He didn't say that I said that because it's my fucking show and I provide commentary. Anywho, back to the email. Couple days go by, texting back and forth, organizing meetup just off campus. Her son walks her to her son walks her to meet me, knowing full and well she's about to be giving me the box. <laughs> yo, that nigga is scored, son. This this happened in Florida? That yo, those Floridians, man. I told you about my pistol toting father and fucking uh one point one plus, man. Them niggas is on a different type of time, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh long story less long, she came through to the crib 
And she had asked like Cherokee, is that right? She had Zayoyo? Zayoyo was on the menu? Now I mean Zayo? I was told by uh, my Haitian friend that Zoyo means onion in uh, Creole. Feel free to uh, correct me. Anywho, got the best two rounds of 18-year-old me had to offer. And she left satisfied. Which I'm so glad, uh, uh, which I'm so glad was the case. Because she told me she used to be a hood assassin in Chicago and had bodies. So I could have ended up dead or robbed at a minimum if I was trash. Ah, yo, there's more to email, but hold on, give me a second. So, she's in Florida. She had a child when she was 18. She's on the bus with her goddamn sister and her son. She gives you the math, like, yo, I gotta drop this nigga off. That was then a lie because the 15-year-old son then dropped her off to your school or wherever you said you met her outside the campus. After of which... After reckless flirting and on public transportation, she proce- she proceeded to give you some vagina. She had fucking mega booty, because Cherokee does have mega booty, and you lasted twice. I shout to you, you was 18 years old, fresh out of high school. Those are probably the biggest cheeks you've ever encountered. And I guess as y'all was chilling and getting to know each other, because it seems like she was uh, on a mission, after you had a uh, post-sex conversation, she was like, hey, um, fun fact about me. I used to kill people in Chicago for money. And I would have killed you if your fucking sex was weak. My nigga. Just stop talking to bitches on the bus, my nigga. You could have fucking died. Think about your family, my nigga. Think about them. Come on. We got to do better than this. All right. Let me get back to the motherfucking email. I have a few other stories. Like Shorty telling me in the party she's not wearing any panties. Or the Trini chick walking up to me in Nicaragua because I was black. But that was the wildest. Keep doing your thing with the podcast. You got the gift of gab. Nico. He's not sent from anything. Okay, I guess some people are sent from iPhone and some people aren't. Nico, that was a fucking incredible tale. And you are an incredible male, good brother. I mean, I I can't imagine being in your shoes. Uh, So you were 18. You were on the bus, man. And an older bitch just pulls up on you with her goddamn family. Starts rubbing on your chest in front of everyone. Off, off the top, I'm like, yeah, this is uh, it's a little creepy. There might be some camera setup or some shit like that. I'll definitely admit that you have way more resolve than I do. I mean, because I'd have been shook. I mean, just off the strength that I'm someone that I can't deal with awkward situations or anything that I perceive as awkward. So I see some awkward encounter on um on TV. I'll cut the TV off. Yo, you know, you used to always fuck me up. Yo, did you ever um watch that show next? I mean, I don't know how old uh, my audience is, but MTV used to have this show called Next. And um, people would come off the bus, and uh, it'll either be a woman or a guy. And the premise of the show was the woman or the guy would actually blind date style would meet people that was on this next bus. And uh, as soon as people get off the bus, it was super a vain show. They'll look at you, and if you was ugly, Next! And they can say next whenever they want it. You can be happy through the date. They will yell next. As soon as you get off the bus, they will yell next. When the day was over, they will yell next. You will say something wrong, they yell next. Because there was other candidates that was on the bus waiting to be on the date either with this woman or this guy. And every time somebody thought that the fucking uh, date was going good or they thought they had the gift of gab or they thought they was the smoothest woman or the smoothest man in the world, nigga or the bitch would look at him like, next! And I would always... Turn the channel, son. 
being told next in your face is some next flagrant amount of disrespect that I wish on no man. You know what I mean? But the reason why I say that is because I would have felt super uncomfortable. I'm not afraid of women. I'm afraid of hurricanes. I'm afraid of spires. I'm afraid of wildlife. I am not afraid of no human being. But some woman rubbing up on my chest in front of her son would have fucking scared the shit out of me. Are you kidding me? I'm coming from where I'm coming from. I'm in Florida. I don't know nothing. I'm on this hood bus perusing through the town. And you have the sexual deviant bitches rubbing me up without my fucking permission. And then after I have sex with her, she's like, yeah, I used to kill people for money. I'm here to change my life. Why Why was her son dropping her off? Her son is 15. Is this nigga an assassin in training? This is mad shit. I have a fucking question. But, yo, that was a dope-ass story, Nico. Uh, feel free to write back in and tell me what happened in Nicaragua. I've never been there. Uh, and with the language barrier, I'm curious as to how she even communicated with you that her panties was off. Unless you're someone who's bilingual. And if you are, uh, shout out to you. I have one more email here. And uh, let's see what the fuck is happening. Hello, good brother experience and company. Check me the fuck out, y'all. I got it in company. You understand? You're going to address me as Naomi. So I met this guy when I was 15. I met this girl when I was years old. And when I much, too much soul. Sorry about that. So I met this guy when I was 15 and he was 19. Okay? So you were in 10th grade. And he possibly could have been a sophomore in college. This nigga was on rape time. And I don't like it. But I'm going to continue with the email. We live in two different cities, but my older cousins share mutual friends with him. Understanding that I was too young for him, and at the time, I knew he wouldn't be down to go to jail over the kid. Oh, shout out to you, Naomi. You didn't put him in a precarious position to get locked up. I fucking fuck with you. I, you know, before I provide commentary, I just need to start reading these emails, man. All right. Where was I? Okay. Understanding that I was too young for him at the time, and I knew he wouldn't be down to go to jail over the kid, I figured I'd just play the waiting game and leave a trail of breadcrumbs by way of messages. Now, over the next three to four years, I would take any opportunity I could to send him a message to someone that he knew. Like I said, my older cousin shared the same friends he had, so I would tell them how much I had a crush on him and let him know that his wife is right here when he's ready. All the friends just laughed me off as a cute little girl who just had a crush. There wasn't a doubt in my mind once he saw me, assuming I was legal, he would be interested. So I stayed out of sight until I was 18. Once I hit 18, I sent his DMs. <laughs> when he realized I was the girl he was getting these messages from, we immediately started dating after that to everyone's surprise. Enjoy! That is fucking dope, yo. You know what I mean? And that brings a larger conversation. I have the opportunity to have the eye, and I'm very inquisitive prior to having sex with women. So if I think you are of a certain age, but I'm not sure, I'll ask. I mean, so um, if you if I was ever in a situation to where there was a younger girl that really liked me, I always ask how old they are. And this actually happened to me in my adult life when I was younger. And I mean, I told myself once I got out of college. I'm sorry, when I got out of, once I got out of high school, I would never talk to somebody in high school. Know what I mean, so it was always eighteen and up for me ever since I was eighteen. But um I have so much respect for you, yo. Because you didn't let your horniness blind you from the fact that you didn't want to compromise a man's freedom. And I just wish that more women had this approach. Having a crush is one thing, but you know what I mean, you watch television or you be on the gram Twitter and all these niggas is fucking underage bitches or when you or even when 
you ask any anybody who went through teenage pregnancy, right? Whether it was 15, 16, ask how old the baby father is. The baby father be fucking 20, 22, or if you ask somebody like, yo, how long y'all been together? Oh, we've been together for 20 years, and they're like 38, but shorty's fucking 35, and son is 40. You're like, hold on, wait a minute. So, 20 years ago, you was 15, and this nigga was 20, and y'all were dating? I mean, it worked out and shit, and that's dope, but this nigga was on... This nigga was on freshman pussy time? Like, come on, my nigga, what the fuck is that? So, the fact that you even had the frame of mind that you had the bandwidth to be like, yo, this nigga's 19, he's cute, but I'm 15, and I'm not having him go out like that. I'm gonna wait it out, I'm just gonna send little messages, and I mean, and then when the time is right, when I'm 18 years old, I'm legal, and he can't front on me, you're definitely confident in your looks, because you said like, yo, as soon as you saw who the fuck it was, this nigga's not gonna deny me, I'm just on some young shit right now. Once you got of age and that's when you shot your shot, that shit is glorious. You best you I gotta come up with like some type of gift of the day. Of um because that shit is just so cool, man. I really gotta sit here and just applaud that. And if you guys take nothing from these emails, uh I want everybody to just zoom in. I know we didn't I didn't give everybody a break today, but this is incredibly important. Stop talking to younger fucking girls, yo. Not women girls there is no reason that you should be fucking with somebody that's 15 16 17 even 18 after you're like 22 now i'm sorry i, I worded that incorrectly if she's in if she's a teenager you better be a teenager not 19 either you guys better both be in high school once high school concludes you talk to women 18 and up for the rest of your life bro that's just how it needs to be. You know what I mean? These younger girls don't got nothing going on, bro. They're just learning life. They're still in high school. They still see life through periods. I'm not talking about the ones that come out of their vagina. I'm talking about like first period, second period, study halls, lunch, computer class, all the other type of shit. They're just learning themselves. You know what I mean? And you out here trying to touch some, touch some undeveloped vagina, son? Come on, bro. We're not going out like that. Not as not men in the future. Not men in the show. If you're a listener of this show and you like 15 to 16 year old joints, don't ever listen to my show again because I'm not fucking with you. You know what I mean? And I really, really want to put extra emphasis about how dope this girl is. She did not compromise this man's freedom over horniness. Now, I mean, she held it out like a soldier. She just put little things through her mind like, yo, when I'm old enough, nigga, you mine. I'm going to wait this three years. I'm going to do this emotional bid just to make sure that this nigga that I like doesn't have to make a split decision. Because what if he said it's cool? Now you got to look at this nigga like he's a perv. Now your fucking crush shit is over. This nigga's on some perv shit. This nigga likes 15-year-old pussy. I'm not fucking with him. Nah, you waited. And shout out to you. For this next, I don't know, three minutes, I'm trying to decide if I should tell y'all the third tale. And the answer is unequivocal. is unequivocal yes. So, fast forward, I'm in my 20s at this point, and um, I'm on a mission with one of the homies. Now, if you're unfamiliar with how I speak, you're going to get familiar with how I speak uh, as you listen to my shows. A mission means my man has a woman, and a girl is for me. Think of it as like a blind date. That's a mission. Missions are blind dates, so to speak. And um, I'm chilling, doing my thing. And uh, once it was understood which girl was for me uh we're sitting there we're talking we're playing uno having drinks and um she keeps saying to herself like yo is he for me like oh he is cute 
So I'm still trying to play it cool, not trying to blush. I got big cheekbones, so once I start smiling, I'm pretty much, uh, I'm pretty much removing my cloak of me trying to be the cool guy. Know what I mean? And um, as the night progressed, uh, she comes to me and she was like, "Hey, so um, I see you haven't really been talking to me too much." I'm like, "No, nah, I've been talking to everybody. I mean, me and my man, I don't really know nobody." So slowly but surely, I was just trying to uh, find my way through. And she's like, "Well." I mean, I understand, but you're mine tonight, so you really need to start talking to me. And I'm like, is that fucking so? And between me and you and a lamppost, Shorty had Zayonyon! And uh, outside of the fact that she had Zayonyon, she wasn't white. I mean, I, I told you I quit white women. She was not white, son. I mean, if wherever you are, I don't know if you're driving, drive at your knee real quick and give me a round of applause. Because a woman approached me that was not white. And that's what the fuck I'm talking about. And um, we went on, and she was actually a great conversationalist. We talked about a whole bunch of things. Uh, her thighs were so soft. I put my hand on her thigh ever so gently, consensually, of course. And I grabbed up like, ooh, you have Zay Onion, and you have thighs that feel like pound cake. And I like that. And I went on to have sexual intercourse with that woman. And I enjoyed it. And I believe she enjoyed it too. Uh, I don't know if she enjoyed it. But she told me she didn't. But women be lying. So you never know. And that's going to conclude today's podcast, man. I provided y'all with 40 shits. I mean, uh, episode 2.4. Um, let me just give you a brief reminder. You can always email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Uh, if you want to tell me some stories about shooting that shot next week, then I definitely got you. Know I mean, I need to put this into the air that women can also be the aggressors. Now, I mean, don't be scared. Go for what's yours. Now, I mean, you don't have to be a white woman approaching people at voting drives. Now, I mean, you can now, I mean, you can pretty much stir up some conversation. And um, so, yeah, make sure you email me and yo, something else that's important. If you're listening to me on an iPhone, I know everybody has their go to app to listen to podcasts. Just do me a favor, open up the podcast app, rate me five stars, and review the show. I'm trying to get to 1,000 reviews within three to six months. Now, if you review the show, I could be suggested when other people are looking for other shows to look for. I could be charted. My viewership can go up. Things could be litty again. Advertisers can start paying me. I can start wearing shades everywhere I go because I'll be a superstar. All this can happen. Literally, what you just rating and reviewing. That's it. It's all you got to do. As I said earlier, I don't want no chicken. You don't got to give me no bread. Now, I mean, I'm not asking you to do nothing outside of yourself, but just rate and review the good brother. Yeah, you know I mean, that's all I'm asking. So, with that being said, that's going to conclude the show. Everybody, enjoy your weekend. And you will be getting 4.1 and 4.2 on Monday. All right, y'all. Hold it down. No, I'm not sorry. Not 4.1, 4.2. 3.1 and 3.2 on Monday. Y'all hold it down. And I'll holler.